it's, it's a bad show. It's not a good show no, at all. It's, it's like, it's actually a poor, like, even the mechanism looks poorly made. <laughs> like, they can't even get that right. Do you watch, do you watch Rolling in it on a Saturday night? Yeah. With Stephen Mulhern? <laughs> oh, that's no. good. Is it? That's, that's good. That's, that's basically another fairground um, thing that's been oh. e- extrapolated into a bit. Like basically, you put the coin in the top, then you push a button and it rolls down. And depending on where it lands, it might like it. It basically goes on a conveyor belt and sort of falls into oh, a wow. different price. Sounds but you might, I love you might go bankrupt. Oh, def- definitely watch it. It's brilliant. Oh, God. Is it on this Saturday? <laughs> uh, possibly. <laughs> are, you the, are you not the. <laughs> program controller of ITV, no? No, I, yeah. I got let go, unfortunately, due to due to events. <laughs> On account of the COVID. Scheduling clones. Clones. Can we speak? Let's move on from embarrassing things to another embarrassing thing. Let's do a podcast. Whee! I forgot to prepare as always. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Uh, good evening and welcome to Fruck Unwrapped. My name is Nate Peterson and tonight we are popping on our tinfoil hats, switching Alexa off and talking about food conspiracies and controversies. But first, he likes you to think he's a salt of the earth guy from Yorkshire, but actually I've heard from a few sources he's actually a Tory backbencher by the name of Tarquin St. John Wimpleberry. It's Tark sorry, it's Stuart Bullock. Back to rights there. I am the the secret Tory in disguise. How's it go- how's it going, Tarquin? It's going very well. It's going very well. How are you? Not too bad. Um we were talking about it before before the show. You're off the source for a little bit. Uh, you looking forward to a, a, a pod? You looking looking forward to a podcast without alcohol? I did I, I did uh, I didn't drink on the last one. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah. yeah, this is my first. This is my first proper food review UK, UK podcast. I must I must have done some without a drink. I haven't got yeah, a drinking. Exactly. I haven't got a drink. Exactly. I haven't got a drinking problem. It, yeah, it's other, no problem at all for you to drink. Other than the fact that I drink too much beer and then I get really really fat, so it's not. For, for any other reason than weight loss, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I might be, I might get, I might be less grumpy as the podcast goes on. Hopefully, I'm drinking some Pepsi. Pepsi, yeah. So that's got caffeine no, in it, hasn't it? Less better than Shirley. Just to carry on, little joke that we've been mm-hmm. having. Good, good that. Yeah, yeah. I know what that means. So yeah. yeah, good. Uh, moving on, uh, there are a lot of suggestions that COVID-19 was caused by food contamination in the wet markets of China. So you have to wonder what on earth is going to come from a man dipping chicken nuggets in ice cream and toffee sauce. It's Michael Jameson. Hello. That's a good, good intro. I like it. It's clever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's sort good. Of, sort of current, you know, relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, COVID outbreak's been this year, hasn't it? I think. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. this year. That was this year. Sort of the Do you remember one. it? Yeah, it is ongoing actually. It is really bad. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Uh, yeah, awful, awful. Like, it gets to a point where you wonder, like, when is a good thing going to happen to me? Like, um, well, tonight, instead probably. of just all the bad things. Yeah, highlight yeah. of a bad day. So get to, get to spend good. a couple of hours with our with our guests. Yeah. So, what more do you want? 
Yeah. Fair, yeah, fair comment. All right, yeah, sorry. I'll stop complaining. Are you all right otherwise, Michael? Uh, no, as always. I'll okay. let you know when it gets better. <laughs> fair enough. Um, and finally, our guest last featured on the show in February 2019. Some people on the dark web have discovered that if you listen to that podcast backwards, you'll hear him swear allegiance to Satan and actually predict the name of Elon Musk's baby. You also, have, you also have too much time in your hands. It's Charlie Fleming. Hello. How's it going, Charlie? I'm fine. I actually remembered uh, today that last time I was on this, I'd stood on a plug, if you oh, remember. Oh, yeah. You did. And I was bleeding fairly profusely throughout the duration <laughs> of, of that video. But today I am I'm completely uninjured so far. So far. Well, just sit still. Just keep your electronics plugged in, maybe. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, you, good to have you back on. You probably, I would say, uh, our most requested, like returnee guest. We see what? a lot. We see a lot of get Charlie back on, get Fleming back on. Yeah. <laughs> so I do apologise that Michael's sort of told us not to have you on until now. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's it's good to have you back. Um, how are you coping with 2020 lockdown palooza? Do you know what? Um, I mean, thankfully, no one that I know has been afflicted with the woohoo flu. But um, <laughs> and there, is, there is benefits, isn't there? I mean, it's great being able to sit inside and eat as much chocolate as I want without having to go out any further than the co-op and worry about how fat I've got. Um, <laughs> There's other benefits, such as I've binge-watched so many DVDs. Uh, Peep Show, um, yeah, Major in yeah. Man, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. I've watched so much stuff. There's, there's positives. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm sure if you you put them down as your New Year's resolutions at the start of the year, everyone would have just said, nah, you'll never achieve those goals. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hours and hours of back-to-back entertainment on DVD, amazing. I mean, there's the glum sides of it, but, you know, just trying to get through it, because obviously I'm on furlough, and oh. um, obviously that ends in October, so we don't know what's going to happen on the employment side of things. I might have to go and go out and get a proper job. Are you still worth... Wait, uh, did we say this on air last time? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Did we say your job on air last time? I can't remember. No, I was referring to it just in case, as the very well-known theatre shall remain anonymous. Right. Are you still are you still doing that one? Yeah. I mean, you have to call it that because I've already had a few people who get a bit too, you know, you've got to be careful, haven't you, really? Yeah. yeah Security yeah. online. Yeah, I've not said where I work online. Yeah, because uh, even just Sunday gone, on Sunday outside, um, I got gang-trolled again. And it's just like, you've, you've just got to be careful, haven't you? Do, do you not like to share where you're from then, Michael? Where I'm from? Uh, wait, where you're working. You don't like to share about it? Um, no, I've no, I, yeah, I've never said... <laughs> oh, okay, I think, right, I think I see what you're getting at. So I've never said where I work. I will very soon. I'm happy to say where I used to work very soon. I'll be getting... <laughs> I'll be getting made redundant in the near future. I just don't know when yet. But then I'll then I'll happily say, yeah, most you can probably get most people. 
I'm just going to stop saying that you could probably get. I've said that I work for a financial institution, and there's not many in Aylesbury, so you don't have to look that hard to find out. Fair enough. Um, back to Charlie. Um, you've obviously had. You seem to have had a bit of a busy year. Uh, tell us about your little um, fly tipping friends. Oh, flipping hell, yeah. God, incredible. Um, <laughs> that was just totally. I was. I was going to do a YouTube video of something because it was really, really hot. And I was going to do a video about eating chocolate in hot temperature. And I couldn't go out into the garden because somebody else was already there. You have to speak up when you're doing a YouTube video. And I thought, oh, I'll do it at the front in the car park, he sort of bit. And I went out and there was just eight bags of general rubbish. And we'd just recently planted a few flowers there and stuff to stop people from fly tipping. But normally it's just a chest of what someone's got bored of looking at. It might, it might be a vacuum cleaner um, that, that's broke. This was different. It was eight bags and it stank of general rubbish. So I got gloves on and went through it all. And because I knew they'd be in addressing it, because it was just general waste, I thought, they're going to be stupid. Yeah, They've already been stupid for dumping it, so there's got to be an addressing it. And there was. So yeah. I found the address, and I went round, and I said, what's all this? She tried passing the book. She tried coming up with different stuff. I won't, I won't settle for it. I said, it goes tonight, and then it's fine. And if it isn't, it won't be. I still don't know if she's actually seen the video. I expect not. Um, but yeah, so I, I put it online of uh, all the rubbish that she dumped, and it was disgusting because it was general rubbish that could have just gone in the bin. And that's what I did. <laughs> Incredible little series of videos, by the way. They were, they were just like, oh man, my heart was beating so fast mean, when you were at the door. <laughs> I mean, in retail, you've I've picked up worse. Yeah, because I've had to. <laughs> So it was no, no bother for me to go through a few bin liners to find out who had been so disgusting. So. Yeah. yeah, I think revenge is underrated. <laughs> I mean, you would you would know. I mean, you were obviously famous for somebody. What it was just a troll on, on your channel, MJ, that, that, that posted something and you just basically found a video where they had their... You found yeah. their address. Yeah, they did an unboxing video for a knife and they ha- they hadn't taken their address out of it. So I wrote a letter to their parents <laughs> and then got an apology letter back. <laughs> apology email. But it was handwritten attached to the email because obviously I'm not going, oh, here's my here's my uh, home address for return reply. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Give them Charlie's. Um, <laughs> um, you obviously known. Uh, oh, actually, before I say that, another video that you uh, you posted. I don't know if you, I don't know if you did this on your channel. If you just posted it in the in the front group, but the uh, was a big fan of the uh, the lint bunny one that you did a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, the multiplying bunnies. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah. Um, it's because I went to of all places W H Smith and found a bargain in W H Smith. Yeah, the first time recorded. And. Yeah, and the, because the WH Smith was in Westfield, it was a store that wasn't really accessible during the lockdown. And because I don't live too far away from it, um, I went in and I found all these lint rabbits for 20p each. And I put them through one by one in one, oh, 
cats speak. I put them through one by one on the self-scan machine. I've got a massive receipt for them as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> how many, how many receipt, did you pick up there? The receipt is like a toilet roll. I've still got it somewhere. <laughs> how many was there then in total did you, did you pick up? One, 107. <laughs> <laughs> was it literally was a single bunny there? Yeah, I just picked up the box um, because I just picked up the box because I picked up a few because um, there was no price ticket there at all. I think that's why they'd been left. Yeah. And uh, so when I went to the till, it scanned through at 20p. And also there was still on buy six, get one free. So it was 20p, but for every sixth one, it was free. Amazing. Amazing. Great video. Though. Um you obviously in, in in the past you've dabbled with your food reviewing and, and and whatnot. Apart from lint bunnies, is there anything you've been anything you've had this year or recently that you can think of that's been that's stood out? Any any new food, whether it's a snack or a takeaway or a, anything like that that's uh, stood out? Um, off the top of my head, funny enough, only really the one that I did today about the is VIB biscuits because. Even though it was just there, they're really good. And any biscuit should always be dunkable. And it survived well dunking it in cups of tea. So the VIB biscuits by McVeigh's are really good. Have you managed to... Have you managed to... We're sort of asking the same question. Um, have you... Because uh, I did watch the video earlier, but have, have you tracked down the orange one yet? The orange one? Yeah, there's an orange one, orange flavour one. Stupid co-op. Why can't I get the full range in? <laughs> so surprisingly, I would I wouldn't have thought this from looking at them. Surprisingly, the orange is actually the best one. Oh, that's yeah. so annoying. And as we're finding Apologies. out, 2020 is the year of the, the chocolate orange, which is just it's it's so weird. It's absolutely bizarre. Why has every company just exploded on it in September? It's it's really strange. How how many of them are Mondelez though? Is it is that is that an issue? Like, because obviously um, they they cover a lot of brands, and obviously you wouldn't necessarily know that, you know, just based on the the, the brand of it. But I I don't just... know how many are Mondelez. Um, yeah. No, I Mondelez, think most, Mon, I think most of them are Mondelez. I, no, sorry, I'm being an asshole. But did hear that from the sheep's mouth in clothing of, of the directly from them when I asked um, physically sorry? in per what. Who, who told you this? I funnily, so funnily enough, I saw a Mondelez um, uh, work outing at Alton Towers once because they're all wearing Mondelez t-shirts, and I went up to them and said blah blah blah, and, and they actually corrected me. Um, yeah, um, most of them are Mondelez, to be fair. Most, <laughs> that, like most of them are Cadbury, didn't but happen. true, what hundred percent true? Alton but who, bollocks! Who, but who was it? <laughs> who 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 are these correcting you? It, they were just workers. They were on like a just staff outing day to Mondelez because Mondelez sponsored like um, part of Alton Towers at the time or some bollocks like that. They had, they had teachers. Why would I make up such a stupid thing to ask? <laughs> like, why would I make that up? Yeah, no, most of them are. Has anyone tried or even seen? You know, there was doing that um, vote me to keep me thing again with Cadbury. Yeah. Mm. Um, and they recalled all the crunchy one, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Has anyone yeah. actually seen it yet? Yeah, I've had it. Ah. Yeah, you it have to be it. 
had to be quick off the mark on it that was, one. I. It was nice, but I mean, it's it 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 was it was chocolate with haze, uh, chocolate with with uh, honeycomb, which there's you know loads of opportunities to have that. The yeah. hazelnut that came with it did give it a little bit of a different texture, a little bit of a nutty flavour, but it, realistically, you know, just get the just get the existing crunchy one. To be honest, yeah. it's it's exactly it's the same a, thing, really. Sorry, on the layer, but empty. But isn't that the one yeah. that's won? Isn't that the one that's going to win, even though it's the one they've taken off the shelf? It'll be usually the most boring one that always wins, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's always the same with this Cadbury stuff. I mean, I think I said it before on when I did this uh, over a year ago. It's like even the Marvelous Creation ones, the most boringest one remained. Yeah, exactly. I'm fuming about that. I've I, just I... Um, done a Cadbury sort of mini documentary and... Um, Stuff that's going to blow people's not blow people's minds because you know, it's all information that's out there. But I've compiled it a bit, and they are yeah. going down. You'll find You're it's, doing... it's actually pronounced Cadbur Y. I um, I was on a I was on a day out at, at Gulliver's World in Warrington, and um, Gulliver's World, right? Yeah, there was a Cadbury's Cadbury's workers. Like, why are you call, why are you calling it Cadbury now? Cadbur Cadbur Y's Cadbur Y's workers there, and. Uh, that I said to them, because they had T-shirts and they were per- they were Cadbury white, you know, the purple, and it said Cadbury white in the in the iconic writing. And I said, "Oh, do you work for Cadbury Cadburys?" And they said, "Actually, I think you're fine." It's pronounced Cadbury white. And from that day forward, I've stood corrected. Part Cadbury white, part of Mondelay. <laughs> right, up car. Can we get you on the? Um... Can we get you, get you on another audit just to find every instance of Stuart pronouncing it Cadbury? <laughs> Cheers, mate. That's a, that's a shame that it wasn't Upcar that did that. Yeah, we'll, we'll carry on. yeah we... well done, Michael. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing, isn't it? Honestly, <laughs> it was all Yeah, oh, they're both so good. They're both sort of like among the best, didn't they? It's hard to. Yeah, that's why you just mistake them because they're so good that they don't separate themselves. <laughs> and I can't pronounce either of their names, so yeah, yeah. lovely stuff. Um, Charlie, this is your second um, opportunity on the podcast. Um, first time round, you got some random questions. Second time round, second time guests get to go, uh, play a little game of Eater or. Uh, I'm going to ask you ten either or questions that are food based, uh, and all I want is your choice of the two. To be honest, so mm-hmm. uh, it'll be self evident as we go through. Um, so yeah, just, just just your initial reaction. So here we go. Number one. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Or as MJ will say, they're the same. Um, Galaxy or Cadbury? Not. Have you have you ever done a blind taste test challenge? Do you know what I have not? No, but I am fairly confident that I would absolutely tell the difference because there's the difference in the burn from Coke and the sweetness from Pepsi. I remember when I was certain I was going to get it right. Yeah. Yeah, with, it's not... with Coke Zero and with Pepsi, I, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference because um, it's been 25 years since I've had a Pepsi Max. Wow. wow. What did it I... do to you? <laughs> Stuart, Stuart and I are drinking no! Pepsi Max. <laughs> um, Galaxy or Cadbury? Why? Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's a closer one these days because back in the day I would have absolutely said Cadbury, but oh, I don't know. 
Do you know what? I'm going to be like, I'm going to say Galaxy, actually. Yeah. I sort of, I'm sort of with you on that. I I, I don't ever buy Galaxy, but the the last few Cadbury's I've had, I've just been, oranges or lemons? Oranges or lemons? Lemons. Mm. Burger or pizza? Pardon? Burger or pizza? Oh, burger. Good, correct. Uh, Tea or coffee? Tea. Yorkshire tea. Do it for Yorkshire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fruit or veg? Um, Fruit. (laughs) Reluctantly fruit. Uh, I mean, you can can cover some of it in chocolate, so it's fine. Um, Rice or pasta? Rice. Beer or wine? Um, oh, I had a really nice candy the other day, and uh, which sounds so down for the lambs, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> so if we were to go recently, I'm going to say wow. Okay. Wow. All the recents. Um, penultimate one, McDonald's or Burger King? A McDonald's. Shame. Uh, fizzy or still? Busy. Yeah, me too. Right Thank you very much, Charlie. Um, I, 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 I don't know what pass. I'm doing with these. You did pass. Yeah, you, you just. I mean, the passing grade is is a six, and you and you got you got six point one. So we're okay. Um, <laughs> excellent stuff. Uh, with all of that lovely Charlie chatter out the way, uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to um, actually do a bit of self promotion. Uh, I say self promotion, sort of more of a trio promotion. Um, Oh, as wow. as you're listening to this episode of Fruck Unwrapped, you can also, after this episode is finished, head on over to Dice and Desire on Spotify or any of your other uh, podcast apps, where you'll be able to hear Stuart, myself, and MJ, as well as Sam, Luke, and Mike Smith, uh, not to be confused with Mike Jameson, playing Dungeons and Dragons Ooh. on a podcast. Um, our very first episode is now uh, available as of yesterday. Uh, there's also some other content on there introducing you to the characters that we we will be playing, uh, a few of the rules, etc., etc. We're having a good time. Hopefully, you're going to be having a good time listening to it. So, yeah, head on over to Dice and Desire where you can hear fantasy tomfoolery. Thank I have to say that the response I've had personally has been really strong. Actually, I've had I've had quite a lot of uh, personal messages saying, "Ah." Oh, like MJ, we really love Quinch. We think you're like the best character. Uh, we love how you're like a half dragonborn, half human. We think that's great. We think that's so imaginative. Yet yeah, within the realms of D and D, and like oh, we love your blue sort of cyan skin, and oh, you're so funny. Your backstory so amazing and brilliant. Yeah, it's like I've been in. It's been hard to keep up with, to be honest. But yeah, like I just want to say thank you to everyone who's who's reached out. So. Do you want to- do you want to name any of the people? Could, that you honestly, and... too, I can't even. I have to delete their messages straight away because Upcar, otherwise I'll show you. Because was it Upcar was one of them? Maybe? <laughs> I can't. I can't. Or was it Ollie? There was honestly so many. I have to delete them as they come in. Otherwise, my uh, Instagram uh, and social media message gigabytes will over overbite. So it's weird because that, that is quite weird because yours is probably the least listened to episode. So that's impressive that um, that's actually happened. Uh, Stuart, how's your fan mail been going? Uh, yeah, through through like much like MJ. Uh, <laughs> although mine's been um, like physical. 
I think that may be my... This, MJ's fans are obviously young, digital natives. Mine are a bit more old-fashioned pen and paper. Uh, well, and maybe, you see... maybe you could show one on webcam now. Yep. For us. Um... Here we go. There it is. A fan letter. I got uh, there was a, a cat. There was a carrier pigeon the other day that had a um, right. little message. It was a pigeon, and it just it had a little message tied around its foot. It just said, "I love you." Um, and then uh, did uh, it have your name on it? Or yep, yep. Uh, and then I saw a balloon um, that had a love heart on it that floated past my car as I was driving to work the other day. So obviously good timing. They've waited by the side of the road. They've let go of the balloon as they knew I was passing. I saw the balloon. I understood the message. So yeah, I'm surprised Barry. that you've. Uh, I'm surprised that you've even got carrier pigeon messaging up there. I thought you were still on tablets like the tablets of granite and whatnot. It's good that no? Michael. Yeah, well done. Yeah, because you live in the north. So. Racist. Wow. Fine. You know, Charlie's a northerner. I mean, he's a traitorous north. He's a traitorous northerner, but he is yeah, a northerner. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I've got my own little circle of northernism in London. That's what it is. Circle of traitors. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with with that promotion out the way. Sorry, no, are... joking apart though. Why the oh. fuck is the Quinch episode the lowest? <laughs> absolute... No, I'm not being funny. This this is the draw here. Why the hell? Is no one want to listen to a guy, a guy with such a cool backstory? That's insulting. Let me let me just let me just check for you. The it is the longest, but uh, it is it is the longest, and it starts off with me saying, "Yeah, we we had to change a lot of this." Um, so maybe people went, "Ah, we're just not going to listen to the rest of that then." But that would still register as a listen, wouldn't it? Nah, <laughs> not really. No, not in my not in my eyes. I sort of I discount well, the those eyes ones. The... Not in my ears. Right. You are joking aside. You are actually the lowest. I didn't. Even, really? I, was, I was just. I was just saying. Oh the no! Piss. I no. I know. I was. I already knew I was the lowest. So it was quite a deep weird. cut. But you know, fine. Weird. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is weird. Anyone in this. single figures? Only one in single figures. Yeah. I'm not being funny. It's called speech. <laughs> What's that voice that you're doing? They've got. You've got to listen to it. You've got to listen. It's so good. Best one. Q-U-I-N-C-H, let's <laughs> listen to Quinch. Uh, that's my character. Listen Quinch, yeah. to Quinch, the bringer of omens on Dyson Desire. Quivier, is it? Yep. It is. Yeah, yeah, Quinch, yeah. Um, tonight's episode, as I've already mentioned, tonight's episode is all about food conspiracies and controversies. Uh, so what I've done is I've got five questions about non-food uh, uh, food conspiracies. There we go. Um, I've got, yeah, some, some some of the biggest conspiracies in the world. I've got some questions 
in relation to these. So um, we'll go through these general knowledge. You probably know most of these answers, I would imagine. Um, question number one. Uh, we're going to do this round robin style. Uh, question number one. The moon landing in 1969, uh, most people know that it was real. There's a select few that think that it was faked. Suggestions that Stanley Kubrick hoaxed the filming of it. Um, but how many kilometres from Earth is the moon? What a stupid... Oh, um, well, I this mean, thing. I... Some people, some people think that um, the Bible is the word of God, but other people think that it's just a load of words written down to get human beings to behave themselves and to be controlled by a fictitious deity. But how do you spell Bible? Grow up, Nathan Peterson. <laughs> is that is that your is that your official answer? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. I was looking for numbers, but I can. I can probably work with that. Do you know what? As soon as you said how far is the moon from the Earth, I instantly remembered somewhere written on the back of a Kit Kat how many Kit Kats land to end to end it would be to reach the moon, and that's the instant thing I thought of. <laughs> See, Stuart, it's food related. <laughs> And the moon is made of but cheese. But this is like when I was primary school. How weird uh, is that? Right, MJ, you're the only one that's sort of not chipped in, so I'm going to start with you. Um, well, I, unfortunately, Nate, I, the house that I live in is currently not facing the moon, so I can't get an accurate um, <laughs> sort of go at it. But I, I, I remember roughly what it looks like in the sky. So it is like it is quite far. So like it's more than like so what? Aylesbury to Chesham is about. <laughs> 25 30 kilometers so it's definitely more than that like i don't know double like triple 90 kilometers at least okay is that is is that your answer no uh, let's, let's go for no, i think it's something like i i'm always surprised how much it is um let's go for 35,000 kilometres. That's that's still way too close. I think that's... Stuart. I've, I've written down 30,000. It's still... Are you sticking with that, man? Yeah, I am sticking with that. <laughs> but we did we did go there. Tell me, so more, about the, can't be tell like... me more about the Bible. <laughs> did you do RE at your school? Do you take it? Did I take it? Nope. No, as in, like, do you, like, do you, do you give it to the... <laughs> Does he do you, teach it, mate? Yeah, do you I teach can... it? No, he wrote the book. No, I do not teach RE. <laughs> it's called RF now, isn't it? Religious <laughs> studies. Uh, Charlie. How many kids? Um... <laughs> oh, flipping heck, I really wish I'd have paid more attention to the back of Kit Kat cars now. I'm going to say 76,000 miles... Miles. Yeah. <laughs> Can you convert that into kilometers, Nathan? <laughs> I'm just going to say it's seventy-six thousand kilometers. Um, um, <laughs> uh, question number two. Uh, John F. Kennedy uh, was famously assassinated while driving through Dallas in 1963. Uh, What's a car? Lee, <laughs> <laughs> what Lee Harvey Oswald. What's his blood? <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald is credited with his murder, but constant speculation suggests he was actually killed by someone else. Credited. Possibly someone possibly someone within his own government. But in the order, which number was he of presidents? For reference, 
Trump is obviously the 666th president. Um, Jagged aside, because it's... Uh, sorry, he's, so Trump is the 45th president. So what president would JFK have been? Uh, Stuart, you're up. Let's go 34... Okay, that's Charlie. Isn't this a big question? Didn't one of the presidents like have been a president? Then he wasn't. Then he was again. So it's that, sad. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm confused. Just going, I'm just going by. What I'm just going to say thirty-six. <laughs> uh, and then Michael Jameson. Right, the maximum. Ooh, fingers. Is, yeah, fingers. Fingering the, the president. The maximum, uh, so it was sixties, uh, right? So that's brilliant. Claire's dropping. Is that, the daddy long right? legs? Is that the daddy long legs? <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, it was about sixty years ago. Maximum term you can serve is eight years, uh, which I think only seven did. So seven times eight is something like forty. So, and however many fits in 20, so we got 7, seven 8, times nine, eight 10, 11, something 11. like 40. 50, uh, oh no, he's, <laughs> no, he's actually, he's only, he's only 12, he's only 14 presidents ago. So yeah, it would make him 31. JFK was a 30, 31. President. The 31th. Okay. <laughs> 31th. <laughs> The People's Princess, Princess Diana, sadly died in 1997 in a car accident on the streets of Paris. Ooh. Some believe the royal family had something to do with it. But, really? little know, but few people know that she was actually a cousin of her ex-husband, Prince Charles. Uh, what, level, what level of cousinage were they? So, for example, you get, like, second cousins, oh. third cousins, etc. So what level... Sorry? Kissing cousins. Kissing cousins. <laughs> more Fucking cousins, happened, I would yeah. yeah. Well, depends. Um, Charlie, what 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 level of cousins were they? What figurative level of cousins? I'm gonna say third cousin face removed, something royal sounding. Okay. <laughs> I'm not worried there is a there I will I'll give you a clue, there is a once removed in there, but I'm not I'm, I'm not looking for that at the moment. I'm just looking for the, the thing. So I'll, you're going with third cousin? Yeah, I, yeah. MJ. They were fifth cousins. Fifth cousins and Stuart. Second cousin. Nope. Second. Way too close, boy. <laughs> that would definitely be in the media um, if there was second cousins. <laughs> Did Paul McCartney really die in 1966? I need to be replaced by a lookalike with a similar voice. Allegedly so for some. This but what be is about this? A leg in it. But <laughs> how many legs has his ex-wife got? Bloody hell! Uh, or is it just but, ve- is it just vegan sausages tied together with duct tape? How <laughs> tall is how tall is he in vegan sausages? Um, but what <laughs> is this faux? What is the net worth of this faux macca? Uh, on this one, we're starting with MJ. I don't really understand the question, mainly because I was talking over it. <laughs> yeah, we'll answer it then. So, was it how many herbs are in a sausage? You answer the question as you think it was asked. Okay, right. I've even, I've even forgot more about the question since I made the joke that I didn't really hear it. Uh, 
so you said something about Paul McCartney. No, what is the worth of you said Macca? I so I don't know. That might be a nickname for Paul McCartney. I'm not even certain. Or you could be referring to the empire of vegan foods that they offer. But I think he's dead. The wife's still around. Um, for no one help him. Forty million pounds. Forty million. Seven hundred mil. Oh, he's <laughs> gone higher. Little Charlie. Bit. Um, um, well, it's ancient, isn't he? I mean, it, it could be in it could be in the shillings. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's how it works. I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't think he's got two bank accounts. Yes, one with shillings, without seventy million shillings. I'll say seventy million <laughs> shillings. Seventy million shillings. <laughs> Why is it making this hard for me? <laughs> uh, Last question. Uh, David Icke once suggested the royal family and Maggie Thatcher were lizard people and that the world would end in 1997. But we've all forgotten he used to be a semi-professional goalkeeper for Hereford, playing 37 games between 1971 and 1973. How much would he paid per week at that time? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. 12 quid. <laughs> 12 quid. <laughs> uh, Charlie. I don't know. Probably um, was shilling at this point as well. Yeah, it will have been. <laughs> uh, £500. It's hard when you think about old money, isn't it? It is. Um, MJ. What, what is it, a year or a week? A week. A week. 200... No, 100, 100, 100, 140. <laughs> one, one, four. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, okay, right, okay, let's That's go through the questions. We, we've got, yeah, I hope you enjoyed those. Um, I've won. Well, have it's you? Very sim- well, it's simple. Let's Answer the questions correctly. Let's find. Uh, firstly, we did land on the moon. I don't think there's any suggestions really that we haven't. It's it's a real thing that it did happen. Um, it's what three, caused global warming. Basically, three hundred and eighty-four thousand four hundred kilometers. Um, so that is um, Charlie, who wins with that one with his seventy-six thousand miles. Well, still wouldn't uh, put me in charge of filling the petrol tank because it was still significantly <laughs> short. So. I it just does. I just, that's a fit. That's a that's a low level win on my part. <laughs> just about a quarter of the way, it just does that sputtering thing. Yeah. Stops. <laughs> the gravity of <laughs> the moon will pull us in. <laughs> um, who killed JFK? We'll probably never know, but let's just say it's Lee Harvey Oswald. He was the thirty. All right on that one. Fifth president. Um, so. so sh- Stuart and Charlie straddled it. Um, so I'm, I'm both going to give you a point there because we're both closest. Uh, well, I, surely I deserve a point of showing some good working out. <laughs> that seems fair. Moving on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, there no, you go. Okay. Cool. I'll give you a point for that. That doesn't affect the final tally then. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> don't think I see any more points in my future. <laughs> you never know. Um, Princess Diana, bless her, bless her cotton socks. Um, she and Charlie Boy were 16th cousins once removed. Wow. Um, the suggestion that they were second cousins. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fucking arrested development, mate. Um, uh, so, How did they even figure that out? Surely we're all like 15 plus. Maybe. Uh, anyway, MJ, you got a point there. With wow. The oh, prices. I'm winning. Yeah. Uh, at least not losing. Um, fourth question. Fourth question. Paul McCartney, did he die back in 1966? Who knows? Uh, but the. The McCarthy, no, McCarthy, brilliant. The McCartney uh, Empire is worth eight hundred million pounds. So, the richest musician did, in the world. Did he? Did he actually? Is it claimed that he? So did he died. Right, he's dead. Okay, that no, is, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, he's not dead. Right. But the suggestion. The suggestion is that he died back in nineteen sixty-six, and the Beatles found someone who looked like him and basically sang like him to replace oh. to replace him, and that the current Paul McCartney. Is not the the Paul McCartney. Why did they think that? Because there are loads of uh, supposed I didn't know, I it's... loads really? of beats. One of the one of the one, albums. Abbey Road, the Abbey Road album cover. Um, Paul is barefoot, and the rest of them are wearing shoes, and they're all dressed like. And the person who's walking behind him is dressed like an undertaker. It's just it's nonsense things that people have read into it. Like the number plate in the background, people have re- like worked out some symbolism in the number plate. And if you play the records backwards, it says it goes Paul is dead. Paul is dead. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. If if they the didn't want people to know, they shouldn't have put it in. <laughs> 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 that's the, oh, by the way that's the level of voices you can hear on Dyson Desire uh, <laughs> that's how Dweezil talks uh, final final question uh, David Icke uh, he was a Hereford player back in the 1970s he was earning a meagre £33 per week which Stuart was closest to making Stuart tonight's winner with three points over the other two who had two points. And that's even giving Michael a point for just feeling sorry for him. (laughs) Well done. Fiercely, fiercely contested. Um, I think that's probably the best game of Quivia we've ever played. Um, Certainly better than, certainly better than some of them we've played. I'm back. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Normal service is now resumed. Yeah, fuming about that. Cool. It was a conspiracy that you weren't winning anyway. <laughs> Very much. Anything. So. Very much. So. Mm, a little blip. A little blip for MJ, but. Yeah. Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider? And while you're there, why not give us some money? Way! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash foodreviewuk. Help us get Gossie some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. Let's let's get in let's get into the the meat and potatoes of our subject tonight. Um conspiracies and controversies. Uh yeah. 
I just wanted, yeah, it was just a bit of a niche subject that we thought we'd just discuss. Charlie, Charlie was chosen of the list that I gave to him. Um, I'm, I'm going to defer to him, to him first of all cause for, for one of the areas that he mentioned when I was discussing to, with this with him a few weeks ago. Um, I think you had a big thing about e numbers that you were particularly keen to thrash out on yeah. there. Go for it. Yeah, I mean. Um... The thing with e numbers is because with because of science and the way food labeling is, for instance, there's different types of water that can be used in food, for instance. There's types of different colors made in different ways. For instance, when you see water labeled on um, food, sometimes it'll be listed as aqua, sometimes as water, sometimes anything else. And E numbers are there just to simplify things for the food production companies. But it's like a conspiracy thing because lots of people think that the only reason for E numbers is to muddy the waters and confuse things. And it's not that way at all. Um, There's many different kinds of salt and they've all got their own E number because by the time you've written the full chemistry scientific word for it on the side of a can of beans or something... It, it, it was something like about 100 letters long, such as sodium, methyl, isocyanate, or whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And some of these words sound much more scarier than they actually are. Look at vaccinations, for instance. Um, people say, oh, my word, they've put arsenic in it. Well, yeah, but when you mix arsenic with something else, you get something else that's completely harmless. It's all to do with chemistry and things like that. And that's why it's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons why they'll put E numbers on the side of cans and side of foods. But it's not necessarily there just to bamboozle people. We've all got the Internet. If you're worried about an E number, look it up. And quite often, so many of them are completely harmless. Because obviously, there's there's a big thing about E numbers, certainly. I'd say probably mid to late 90s, I guess. It, it, it made a big a big thing because obviously there was a lot of parents that were worried about what they were putting in their kids um dinners and stuff like that and and, and obviously worrying that kids were just whatever getting fat were rotting their teeth was you yeah, know whatever whatever it might have been at, at the time Stuart, you've 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 gone off on one in the past about like lucas aid and stuff um e numbers has that ever worried you in terms of Theo or anything like that is that something is it, I think is, is it something that's still a, that people even still talk about it doesn't feel like it's quite as big a topic no, as it I, used to be I just think that it, essentially if something's got a load of E numbers on it you, you know you're dealing with a product that's not necessarily you're dealing with a, pro, a processed product something that's not 100% natural so I think that's the issue with E numbers isn't it that if you if you if you if you're looking at a package of meat and it's got loads of E numbers on it you're not necessarily dealing with you you know that it's either got some preservatives or it's got something something in there to make it more saleable so i'm looking at my can of pepsi max pepsi max here i would have assumed based on the fact that i know that this is uh, 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 an artificial product that there'd be a fair few e numbers in it a quick quick bit of quivia nathan you can't play how many e numbers are listed in my can of pepsi max charlie do you reckon well, there's probably two, and I know what one of them is straight away, which is wow. E150D, Correct. which is caramel. Yeah, so it's car- caramel colouring. That's the only thing that's listed on here as an E number. Now, I wonder, you, it, we, we, other, other 
things that are in here. We've got we've got two sweeteners. We've got aspartame, and we've got esosulfan K. Now, um, would would that would those have been uh, given an E number? Would there be an E number associated with those? Is it that maybe well, now they'd rather what, put the, the what word were they? on? Yeah, the will have been. There would have been like, e numbers uh, back in the day. Yeah. Because there was on Panda Pops. Yeah. So the the dwarf E numbers there was on Panda Pops. And then it was at that time when Panda Pops was around. I mean, we'll probably all remember Panda Pops. Yeah, yeah. Um mm-hmm. there was a lot of E numbers in there, but it was things just like ex um sweetness and stuff. Yeah. One of my favourite E numbers is E one five O D because it's actually quite a natural product. It's ground up beetles, it's cochineal. Yeah. Um, and because people don't know what generally actually people don't know what cochineal is, they'll actually put that on the can now, um, rather than its e number. Even though fundamentally is the same thing, it's cochineal. It's ground yeah. up female red bugs. Yeah. Um, wow. Completely natural, Ham- harmless to incredibly few people. It's perfectly fine. But uh, I'd rather have cochineal in a fizzy drink or a cake rather than some sort of science-made um, additive, yeah. if you know what I mean. I mean. It's all about education. If you look up E-numbers, it's actually really quite interesting to know which ones are actually fully natural, yeah. but because people might be scared of it, they put the E-number on the side instead. Yeah. Um, I think there's uh, feathers that uh, Weight Watchers bred used to use, and I think, <laughs> I can't remember what, I think it got an E-number, and actually put feathers in Weight Watchers bread, the ground up feathers in Weight Watchers bread. How did, they, how did they get all these? It was on a TV show. It was on Channel Four a couple of years ago. Well, that's I, don't, I, I don't know how they get all these bugs. How they going? But yeah, just 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 coming on to that, that coming back to that point is like I just I've got the the list of E numbers here and I can't remember I can't find it now. But one of them was like citric acid, which obviously yeah. you know, is is, yeah. is not something that we because would worry people about. Were scared because lots of people back in the day before the internet, I suppose, still might have not have known what citric acid was and yeah. would have seen the word acid and got oh my word, there's acid in my drinks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there was a point of e numbers, and now e numbers became villainized, and that's why e numbers are not as popular to put on the side of packaging. I think that's just me speculating because as soon as people see e number, they're afraid of it. Yeah. So now, now they do put a name on the side of a can yeah. instead. Yeah. Uh, full set. Yeah. yeah. Out of interest, do we know? Do you guys know what the e actually stands for? No. You know, funny enough, I don't. I know, I've, I know quite a lot of e numbers, but I've never actually. I think I did, but I've forgotten. It's uh, extremative, which means in addition to the original product, extremative. Uh, it's not. Um, it's. I'll give you a clue. It's something that um, we won't have in there for much longer. European code. E stands oh. for Europe. Well, uh, bloody. Belgians coming over here, <laughs> classifying Dealing. our additives. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want us, I just want us to classify them ourselves. I just want, I just want good British additives in my drink. I was going to say that because they don't have them in America, do they? Because you see, it was part of the con- part. I mean, I'm not saying that American products don't have incredibly more ingredients and chemicals than ours do, because they absolutely do, but. 
I guess it probably doesn't help that they list the full names for all of them. So maybe they should look out some some U numbers or some D numbers. Get get Donald Trump to classify him before he's out. Hashtag four more years. Hashtag. Fucking <laughs> hell, let's hope not. Trump card. Um, we lovely. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say on E numbers? I, I I'll I'll be honest. I I'm very much fall into that category that Charlie's talking about. That I just. I guess seen the headlines, heard about a load of mothers that are worried about it, and just naturally go e numbers is bad. I've never done any research on that, and that's what you probably find on a lot of these things. Not just food, but a lot of as we, we you know as we're seeing in the world today, there's a lot of things, a lot of fake news, shall we say, and things like that that are being spread around, and people just just see the headlines and, and just go with it. Um, yeah. So, is, MJ, is that something you were worried about e numbers out of interest? Um, I. I tend to not worry about any ingredients, to be honest, just probably from a sort of uh, what you don't know can't hurt hurt you sort of thing, sort of angle rather than anything else. Um, yeah, I suppose I, I hadn't really thought about I did know that some were just chemicals. Um, sorry, I knew that some I knew that not all E numbers were bad and whatnot, but I hadn't really looked too much into it. In fact, the um, my only real recent interaction with them at all was when I when I. Uh, was writing this Cadbawai documentary thing um, and noted that in the recipe they've had two E numbers uh, that haven't changed since at least 1997, which one was... Um, they were both forms of oil. One was basically a sweet... One's basically a sweet oil, one's not a sweet oil, but quite interesting. Not yeah. that interesting. That's the end of our show. Thank you very much for joining yes. us. Um, you've been listening to the uh, the boring hour of food. Um, moving moving on, a couple of a couple of more um, controversial what? stories or or suggestions, conspiracies, whatever you want to call them. Um, McDonald's. Obviously, there's been the old thing banging around for years. I don't think it's ever fully, truly ever gone away. I think MJ's seen a daddy long legs. He has, yeah. Oh. Or a daddy tall legs. I reckon I can get it, so I might need to take my headphones off quickly. Okay, and just switch the computer off, mate. We, we got it from here. Yeah, see you later, MJ. Cheers. Yeah, uh, while he's gone. Um, McDonald's, pink pink sludge uh, McNuggets. Mm. Anyone ever believed that? Anyone ever heard that? Anyone ever? I mean, oh. Stuart is obviously aware of the... Uh, not aware, but Stuart is, is is the person who says that McDonald's comes from a dog's bum. Um, so I, I appreciate his opinion of of the fine food establishment maybe lower than the most. Oh, hang on a second, we've we've got a very happy. Oh, we have picture proof. Yeah. Oh, there oh. it is. Throw it out the window, then a bed comes and eats it. For the listeners at home, uh, MJ's just caught Mothra in his uh, in his house and is releasing it out into the wild. <laughs> all right, all we'll rejoin. Jerry throws the moth out the window, saving <laughs> its life, and that is Attenborough over and out. <laughs> no, he's in the dark again. Nice, <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> this be riveting. I don't know what you can do with this bit, Stuart. Are you can just leave all this all in, and, and probably chop the video out as well and put the video Sorry. out. What, uh... <laughs> So about what are we on like Y numbers or something now? What? No, yeah. we're talking about uh, Macadies 
chicken wotsits. The the pink, oh. the pink the pink sludge McNuggets. Oh, the sludge. Do you know? Yeah. Have, have you have you ever heard anyone claiming this other than in this sort of context? You ever heard anyone sort of say anything ridiculous like this? Well, I was working at Iceland at the time. I think when a lot of this uh, either was brought up or was brought up again, and it was. I think it's a bit to do with food snobbery, actually, because there was a thing at the time about mechanically reclaimed chicken and whatnot, where they spray the carcass of the meat, uh, the carcass of the whatever animal, with water to get the last dregs of meat off the bone. Um, it's well, which is really just a really useful way of making sure you're getting the full amount of products from the what animal is getting mechanically reclaimed meat from. And that's where you get things like your Macadese sludge from, because it's obviously been effectively power jetted off the bone. And it's usually put in the cheapest forms of food. So chicken nuggets or turkey drummers and, you know, things like that. And obviously working in such uh, supermarkets where cost is everything, um, I don't really have any opinion, really, on mechanically reclaimed meat, other than the fact it's a good way of making sure there's no waste. Mm. And putting a load of salt, a few wee numbers, if you will, you've got a delicious meal of chicken nuggets right there at a cheap cost, rather than paying a ridiculous amount of money for premium chicken breast. That's what it is. That's what mm. the sludge is. Yeah, it's funny because there's there's actually videos. I'm, I should have shared these as well. I'm sure that there are videos of actual genuine like I, I sort of hear what you're saying, Charlie. But it's like it's proper like sludge. Like it's yeah. it's almost like it's you know yeah, like when you see it's you extruded. See, like, rock being it's made. extruded meat, just like the crisps that we eat. You know, Monster Munch is extruded um, corn snacks. Is te- is the technical name for it? Um, they'll do the same with meat, and they'll just form it in whatever way and deep fry it to make a product. When I was a kid, yeah. when I was a kid, the rumour was that McDonald's grew the chicken for its chicken nuggets in the <laughs> form of giant tumours on the sides of cows. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That is true. That is... Wait, sorry, you're saying that's... That is they had cold. They had special farms with the cows, and then on the side of each cow was a big ball of chicken flesh. Yeah, chicken flesh, yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not really that's not a conspiracy is it what, I, mean, I don't know if it's going to come up very well on here probably not there yeah we go. I, have, I have seen that that's, yeah, the, that's that. the image Mr. I'm talking Mr. about Mr. Wimpy I mean, yeah yeah I mean there's no that's it's not what you're talking fine. about though, Charlie I mean you're talking that's that's not that's not meat that's just come off the off the chicken no point. you've got to like really it's, that's when it's all been reformed back together that's just before it's formed and a lot of um, food in big portions as well always looks disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you saw my video the other day when I opened that big, massive can of tinned beans. And it was absolutely grotesque when I stood up the big can of baked beans. I didn't say but, that. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's before it's shaped into whatever. I mean, it, does look, it does look grim, but it, it still doesn't put me off. No. Um, it really doesn't. Anything like that, because... That's where food comes from yeah, uh, for a lot exactly. of people. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't find stuff like that squeamish. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. We do fantastical yeah. things to achieve some of the products that we, I mean, look at what Heston fucking Blumenthal's doing. Fucking putting droplets of icicle liquid 
burning over a searing chicken skin. You know, isn't, isn't the droplet of an icicle just water? It's got another <laughs> E number, mate. Um, uh, no, it's you know, it's all just different ways of preparing it. You know, the only yeah. thing that if I see a fly on it, that'll, that'll put me off a bit. But. <laughs> the, the only McDonald's. The only McDonald's story that I've heard, which has nothing to do with the McDonald's, uh, uh, sorry, with the McNuggets, is about 10 or so years ago, like adults trying to tell me that apparently McDonald's used to make their chips out of rice. Like it's not potato. <laughs> and no, that it, was, potato. it was some sort of imitation rice product. And I was like, no, I don't. I don't. And they, the way they used to tell it was almost like it was a known fact, almost that McDonald's... <laughs> The McDonald's would basically, if you ask them, they'd say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's rice chips. And it's like, <laughs> no, this is bollocks. And this was about the sort of time that, like, your phone was able to start Googling and stuff. So I just remember sort of yeah. standing in someone's living room just going, it's, no, it's, 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 talking it's lack of education again. I mean, it's, yeah. it's uh, they're not cut from potatoes, McDonald's chips. It's that extruded stuff again. You know, the, the potato, like uh, Pringles. Pringles are not cut from potatoes. You know, it's that powdered down stuff. It's just yeah. misinformed people, and then the um, then the internet taking over. Um, for instance, there was even a thing a while ago, it was about ten years ago again, when it showed you some uh, milk from a cow that was in some sort of canister as it was being milked, and it was trying to show you that it was contaminated, which it was something nothing to do with that whatsoever, and it and it did turn out it was just being perpetuated by some vegans trying to stop people from drinking milk or something, but it's it's this lack of information. People see things on the internet, or back in the day, it was rumor, and with no way to find out for yourself, and people make up this kind of rubbish just to put people off food, and but to what end? Yeah. <laughs> It's um, it doesn't make it, uh, these food conspiracies really bug me sometimes. Like e numbers, it's just like no, they're not all bad. Um, oh, the pink sludge from McDonald's, like well, yeah, but that's mechanically reclaimed meat, probably in large proportions. It does look disgusting. Uh, the thing is, as well, the, the, things. the actual truth behind McNuggets or anything like that is it, possibly possibly even worse. Like if you do drill into it and sort of start talking about the the conditions the animals are kept in and all that sort of stuff like actually the reality is if they are if it is if it's not pink sludge and it's, it's chickens chances are you probably would disagree with some of the some of the things that are going on anyway but it just makes it a little bit easier to go oh horrible mcdonald's using this fake ice cream chicken or whatever they would think and it whilst is. all that's going on yeah everyone still eats sausages and that really yeah. round up everything yeah. So what? Was, and I actually tried um, a long time ago haggis for the first time, and it's absolutely delicious. Correct. Have I you tried that. haggis? Yeah, yeah, lovely stuff. It's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fruitgram. Check it out. Speaking of ground up everything, um, let's come to something. Let's come to something that is a true thing. Um, 
few years ago, the old horse meat scandal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did how did we feel? Did that uh, obviously a lot a lot of the stuff was like cheap processed Findus whatever pancakes whatever it was stuff like that. that I probably wasn't necessarily eating, but did it did it make you? question what you were buying did it did it how much did it bother you like it's not good is it it's not good that that products are being sold and the, and they're not what they they purport to be and like like you i'm i'm not buying i'm i'm not i don't buy ready meals anyway i, I don't buy a lot of processed food so i'm i'm cooking from scratch so if there was going to be horse in my meal it's because i've put horse in it um, but, which you did but that's your own well, business at the end of the day at the end of the day if I was in a country that ate horse I don't Promise. think I've, I do not think I would have an issue if someone were to offer me and serve up horse to me I wouldn't have an issue it, there are some animals like, I couldn't eat I couldn't I wouldn't eat a dog just because I was in a country that ate dog I think I'd struggle to eat rat or I don't know bat. but it's not a, or a, yeah bat let's not go there but I'd, I don't have any a, a horse it's I like I like cows. You know I like horses. Got I've been for a walk today. Loads of loads of horses. Wave to them. Have a little moment. Eye, eye contact. They love it. I do the same. <laughs> I do, the, do the same with cows. Do the same with cows. I do the same with strangers, and I'll happily chop them up and eat them for tea. So <laughs> that is a fascinating question, though. I, I, that's probably an off-air question. Oh um, wow, love that. But but <laughs> would you ever murder someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just well. I'm it's just, happened. That's the, that's the real that plane crash that happened, and yeah. they had to resort to cannibalism. Yeah, you know, oh, really? if, if you're in that proper situation where there's nothing left to eat, like them poor people want in that plane crash, Gosh. and they had to eat to survive. It was either that know? or the pink sludge. That's the only thing <laughs> they had. Um, I, I just wanted to return to the lovely moment of you catching eyes with horses and having a moment with them. It was just quite a cute little. Like a little, I don't know, almost almost a, a sensual moment that you shared with He's, some, calm some down, mate. four-legged beasts. <laughs> calm down. I looked at a horse. Yeah. That's all that happened. <laughs> you had a moment. You had a moment with the horse. <laughs> you don't know what it meant to the horse. <laughs> exactly. Did it consent? Um, MJ, horse, horse yeah. meat scandal. How, how did you yeah. tell it? something you... How, did you how, how long ago was that now? It was twenty thirteen because I was working at Iceland at the time. It was twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. This will have been. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Um, so, what would you have been then, MJ? Twenty seven? No, twenty four. Five. Yeah. Twenty five ish. Cooking? Um, uh, no, not. Uh, no, not quite. I don't think. Not. Not. Uh, Oh no! I probably I probably would have been starting about starting now because that's roughly when we moved out. Um, yeah, don't I don't remember one hundred percent how I felt. It it is the main problem is the misinformation. Um, yeah. Culturally, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot. I think people's opinions in the UK. I'm in the UK's. The UK's general population of the UK's opinion. On most things, I probably disagree with. Um, the whole cultural snobbery of the UK is just idiotic. The whole ah, oh, oh, I will, and I will go far, go as far as saying, oh, you eat dogs in China, you eat dogs. Uh, well, it's just a different culture. What's what's wrong? What's wrong with eating a dog? Oh, you can't. They're a lovable pet. 
Oh, so it's about their size and whether you can keep them as pets. Well, we eat chickens. Lamb. Yeah, you can't eat a dog because, because, yeah, see, it's all just yeah. culture. So nothing wrong with eating a horse. Um, well, I say nothing wrong with eating a horse. You know, if you're a vegan, you probably don't like <laughs> it. Um, and I'm obviously not touching the whether you should kill animals to, to eat meat because I, you know, that I understand a bit more than culture dissimilarities um or, or differences as that word normally is um <laughs> no nah, no takers on that one uh, <laughs> hopefully some of the listeners enjoyed that than my co-hosts tonight um yeah so nothing wrong with actual horse itself but it's about the labeling and i probably would have felt a little bit squeamish back then if i'd had it but at the end of the day just another type of flesh in it. Well, it was um, before the 1940s, horse meat was actually quite a significant, not a major, but a significant source of meat in the UK, which it just fell out of favour. Wow. Uh, pretty much the same time as chicken came in. Wow. And, uh, in the 1950s, there was a big, uh, I think it was salmonella scare because people wasn't cooking the chicken properly. Uh, was it salmonella? I always get confused. It's E. coli or salmonella, one of the two. Um, and that kicked in in the 1950s. But, yeah, before the war, it was quite usual for... Took it into a bit of horse. It's wow. uh, high protein. It's better. It's more protein-filled than beef. Um, it's really quite good for you. The problem was it was mainly a food of the poorer people. Uh, for instance, there's no way you'd go to Harrods Cafe and have a lovely, delicious horse steak, for instance. It was something that the poorer people would eat. Um, I don't know how that came about. I don't know if uh, some horse from a well-off family that just give it to the poor. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the actual butchering um, production of horse. But I think what miffed most people off, and even though I wasn't annoyed about eating horse, if I had eaten it, it was just mislabeling again because there's so many rules and regulations tied in this country to things like meat production, but that isn't there for horse. It felt as if that these cheap companies like Findus, which was struggling at the time, had made a sly thing of going to unregulated horse meat production. So we wouldn't have known where these horses came from to be put into Findus crispy pancakes. The horse was rumoured to be coming from places like Romania. This is rumour, but it was rumoured to be coming in from far-off places, unregulated countries. I think that's where it was. And mm. then it just ballooned up into this big thing because then traces of horse meat were founded in other things. It was quite cringy of Malcolm Walker of Iceland at the time to say, oh, well, we should have checked for dog meat and everything. It's like, oh, he was just so cringe. I knew what he meant. But the way he said it and the way the media is going to spin it, of course they're going to make it sound worse. Horse meat is actually really good for you. And if anything, should make a comeback. <laughs> because yeah. it's high protein, low fat. It's very cheap because it's not re as heavily regulated. As long as the farming production of it was clean and humane, you know, the, the, the horse was killed quickly. Um, I think horse meat should definitely uh, be given a comeback rather than all these chickens, which are force-fed incredibly quickly 
to mm. produce the chicken. The chicken that all of us eat is not the same chicken that's served in the high-end restaurants. Slow-grown chicken it tastes amazing. The fast, the sludge, like from McDonald's in that, that goes into their chicken nuggets is obviously not the same flavoured chicken as what you'll get in proper well-bred chicken. Um, I think horse meat should definitely have a comeback. I'd eat a horse meat. Would you eat horse meat? Absolutely. Well, I was going to yeah. say, have, have any of you knowingly had it? I'm guessing not. No? No. <laughs> I, I, and I was thinking about this when I was thinking about the point. It was like, obviously, it's... It, for me, I don't think the issue would have been anything to do with the the eating of the meat itself because, you know, I think I've gone on record a number of times saying, you know, in terms of animals, very much like you said, MJ, like it, it's a cultural thing. You know, there's, there's countries that look at us and say, why are we eating cows? You know, is, is it India? Is it, is it Hindu that, you know, they don't eat yeah, Hindu, beef? Yeah. You know, it's a sacred animal. Um, and so we're against that. So, you know, it's, it's all about what you're raised with, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I don't think that I would have an issue with horse i don't know i don't know if i was in another country where i would actively order it i think i'd eat it if it was given to me if i was at someone's house and they, they'd cooked it or something like that but i don't, I don't know if I, if I was in a restaurant and i saw on the menu horse yeah. i don't know whether i would there is you, still a you little want bit it in a platter to... don't you so you're not committing to me <laughs> that's not really what i was it's going for but yes of the name. would you say it's because of the name i mean if i was say if i went to a burger place and they went oh i have some cow <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? because it's it's language that helps doesn't it i mean if yeah. i was told i'm eating a cow burger it's less appetizing than saying beef burger in let's it? come up with the name and then let's the come up beef with the name came from somewhere else we need to brand which is it why we say beef rather than cow what are we going to call it we need to brand it uh... brain <laughs> brain meat no it's too hard to say it needs to be easy to say Kern. There you go. Kern there, must, there must be a, there must already be a name. There, there must, will be somewhere. Yeah. There will be. There's got to be like an old Anglo Saxon word for yeah. horse. I so I, I listened to um just on a slight tangent, I listened to another podcast called um the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, which is a comedy show. Um and there's a an ongoing joke that there's only four meats. Um, beef, chicken, lamb, and pork. There are no other meats. And on one of them, they sort of they went through other other animals to try and discern what type of meat they are. And like horse is, is beef, in, in their opinion. Horse is like racing racing beef, or something like that. So th- that's it. Just call it something like that. Some some, some sort of beef extract. Uh, it's called Bovril. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Cheveline. Cheveline, che- yeah. Cheveline. Yeah. Yeah, that'll get the uh, that'll get people eating it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think realistically, the problem with the, the, the coming back to the horse meat scandal was, like you say, it was, it was packaging. It was mis. It, it's the fact that um, people were eating it unknowingly. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that. That's a big issue. Oh, that's good. Just unplug my laptop. Oh. Um, I wonder if part of it might be because vegans are like, for fuck's sake, guys, you're already racing them. You can't eat them as well. Oh. <laughs> and as well, I mean, the size of a dead horse, I mean, what else are you going to do with it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah, a massive big hunk of meat yeah. that could either like, feed many people. Are you just going to throw it away and bury it? I bet, it, you, could, you, know? bet you, you could sell it. some Grand National meat for more than for a good <laughs> penny. I bet you'd probably auction it off, couldn't you? 
can you imagine like when Red Rum died, how much if if yeah. horse meat was still a thing, Red Rum burgers would have uh, that would have been like royalty food, wouldn't it? It'd probably yeah. worth like a thousand pound a kilogram or something. 100%. Red Rum burgers or something. There's a company <laughs> here are doing horse jerky available in the UK. It's called My Brittle Pony, which is excellent, isn't it? <laughs> and it's available to buy. Um, they've got different different styles. <laughs> Please tell me they call them stuff like rainbow rashes. Or there's black, like. there's black, black Beauty, Pony Espresso, Red, Hot, Red Hot Philly Peppers, Red Rum, and then Unicorn Jerky. Oh, fantastic. What are the other popular names of the My Little Pony? You've got Rainbow Dash. <laughs> Deary me. It's quite niche, my Oh, don't go there with Donna Kebab meat. <laughs> hate uh, Donna okay. Kebab that's, that's, so that's much. Oh, and vile stuff. There's obviously a lot of a lot of other in a similar in a similar vein. I guess it's slightly different because obviously it wasn't a scandal. But there's a lot of obviously I didn't cover this in the in the potential schedule. But there's obviously a lot of controversial foods anyway. Is it is it foie gras? Um, there's there's obviously that. Uh, the, the the bird that you eat whole and you have to have a fucking handkerchief over your head bollocks I can't think what that one's called there's obviously a lot of animals out there where it's 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 very much controversial to eat them for obviously other reasons than societal it's it's more uh, the fact of how they're kept or anything yeah. like that um, well folk like fast fed geese isn't it the fast fed to make the liver fat and yeah. then that's what you eat yeah. um, I don't I mean it's one of them things isn't it it's like if you had foie gras put in front of you and you didn't know what it was and you tried it and you thought, oh, that was really nice. Then you ask someone after the fact and then and they said, oh, that was foie gras. I don't know how I'd feel. It's so <laughs> I'd be like, nice. like, oh, that yeah. was really nice. But at the same time, mm. some poor goose had yeah. a metal pipe shoved down its neck yeah. for the only reason to make its liver fat and the rest of the goose, what happens to it, I don't know. Mm. Um, that's, that's what, that, I think that puts me off a little bit because it, the, the animal really has suffered there. But then there's a lot of animals that suffer and a lot of things. Do you know what I mean, and we don't necessarily think about it or don't mm. consider it when we're making our choices. So it's, 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 very, it's a very difficult one because I, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm all for animal rights and all that sort of stuff, but I'm equally the same person that does go out and eat McDonald's or does go out and eat KFC and, and stuff where I know realistically what I'm doing is buying into an industry that is is mistreating animals in yeah. one way or another. So I, I can't have it both ways. I can't I can't be some sort of paragon of virtue over it, but at the same at the same time while I'm eating my KFC. So it's it's, it's a very difficult one. I, I know what the right answer is, but sadly I'm a, I'm a man of my times and and been brought up in a certain way and find it very difficult to deviate from the the easy life that i have mj you well, right there mate the conception yeah. of all the vegan food as well though wouldn't it i mean um it's quite well it's quite widely aired of that loads of people have this perception that vegan food's healthy for you when it isn't um it's yeah. so often full of salt ridiculously full of salt um and I, and I wanted to go to a vegan cheese place in brixton it was flipping closed because I wanted to know what vegan, all these different vegan cheeses tasted like. It was when I was doing the month of veganism. Oh, I was going to say, I'm sure I saw that video, or, or I've seen something where you went up to something and it was closed. You were like went yeah. all the way and it was closed. 
think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, went all the way to Brixton. It was closed. There was this big thing about it in the media just the yes. day before. But yeah. Great YouTube video opportunity. Yeah. Great for them, for advertising, because it was in the news. It wasn't like an advertising thing. It was just something brought up in the news. I thought, great, I'll be there tomorrow. And they were closed. I thought, you idiots. <laughs> just like, yeah. that's free advertising right there. You've managed to get a meat-eating person to go to your cheese place selling vegan, all these different varieties of vegan cheese, and you're closed. I thought, couldn't you just at least get someone to cover for you in the shop if you was unable to open it? I thought, yeah. what a missed opportunity. And I was going to go there again recently, but then I thought, well, why bother? And I can just go and get a really good block of cheese from somewhere else of Definitely. proper good cheddar. <laughs> get it straight from the cow. Um, <laughs> while, while, we're on the, while we're on a slightly negative tone, just let's quickly talk about palm oil. Is that something that you consider when you're looking at food products and, and what mm. to buy again? It's a, it's a big thing uh, at the moment. Yeah. Again, something else I touched upon in the, the old Cad, Cadbury Y doc, because um, they obviously use it because they're, not ethically minded anymore. Um, yeah, and I say it, and I say it in that video as well. I'm not, I'm not, um, I don't look out for it, but I'm at least conscious of it. Um, yeah. and pretty bad, really. It's considering it's one of them tough things, the palm oil thing, because um, uh, at the, it's the way it's grown. Because the people who grow this palm oil, that's the industry they're found to find a job. It's a really tough thing, isn't it? Because hmm. they're out there and they're growing it in countries where it has to be warm enough and, it has to, and they have to get in the water wherever they can. But it's their job. And without palm oil, <laughs> they wouldn't have a job. It's a real, It's not just the palm oil itself, is it? It's the, um, I'm trying to think of the right words, but you know what I mean? But it's like the industry, isn't it? That's mm, giving them yeah. jobs and it's feeding their families. But at the same so time, it is getting rid of forests and it's hurting the orangutans and this, that and the other. It's. I think it just boils down to humans in general. I mean, we can be the best and we can be the worst at the same time. And you can only just get through life as much as you can. And if you want to avoid palm oil, I think you'd have to shop at Whole Foods all the time. And who can afford to shop at Whole Foods all the time? <laughs> mm. I think it was one of our previous guests we had on earlier this year that um matt stewart he said something that sort of stuck with me when we was talking about vegetarianism and, and, and things like that and he sort of said you know he, he's not one that bangs on and makes other people you know want to be like live their lives the way he lives his life or you know tells people they need to leave, live vegan or anything like that and it's, it's all about you know anything you can do anything that you can sort of move yourself towards if you're if you're doing something positive that's all you can ask of people realistically in, in its mm. life and, and and potentially build on it if you can. But, you know, if, if you're out there doing absolutely everything wrong um, and eating all the wrong things and, and buying into all the bad industries, et cetera, et cetera, then obviously you're hellish. But it's, any good thing you can do helps. And I just like you say, realistically, if we want to if we want to live in a, an ethically uh, um, an ethical utopia, then realistically, we just don't have the money to do it because you're priced out of all of these good, good foods that are yeah. healthy and and don't kill somebody, basically, yeah, or I kill them in a bad way. Agree. So. I mean, I've been into the Whole Foods in London, obviously, and um, it's the biggest Whole Foods in the world. And 
It's got stuff labelled all over the boxes. Oh, this, that and the other, this is good for you. And at the same time, you're not harming the planet. But even then, having to say that, I did a review of these Choco... I can't remember what they were called, but they were like a rip-off of Nesquik cereal. And then there was a box of rip-off Cocoa Pops. And all, emblazoned all over the front, oh, we're saving the planet, we're saving the monkeys, we're saving the gorillas. Yet you looked at the back, only 1% of the price of the product actually went to saving the orangutans and the gorillas and the monkeys. Wow. Just 1%, which worked out as 7p. I'd paid £3.50 for this box of cereal from Whole Foods. Just 7p of that, when you look at the back and the small writing on the bottom, just 7 mm-hmm. pence of that. And how long does that last? <laughs> I mean, regardless yeah. of currency exchange, that 7p is not going to save anything, really, mm-hmm. I don't think. And because mm-hmm. it was such an obscure brand, I mean, it's not like it was a Kellogg's brand. It was some yeah. sort of off-brand uh, so even then, even if you have the money to live, like you say, in a utopia world where you're doing all good as best as you can, even then you can still not be doing enough. Yeah. And unfortunately, here we are humans and we populate the almost the entire planet. There's nothing that's going to make every single person live 100% ethically. It's absolutely impossible. You can try as much as you like, and it is good yeah. to try. I'm not saying it's not worth trying, you know, um, but it's just making a, a choice as best as you can in it. Do I buy this load of chicken from one place yeah. that's um, got all the right labels on it, or do I buy some cheap chickens from some random corner shop that's got no label on it whatsoever, no proof of origin? But at the same time, if you've not got the money, you're forced to buy that non-labeled yeah. yep. chicken. It's yeah. it's just life, and you right. can only try your best. Yeah. Well said. Let's bring the tone up a little bit. Let's bring yes. the mood up a little yes. bit. Yes. <laughs> um, we're, we're easing to it. Um, we obviously didn't see it in this country, but obviously one of the biggest food conspiracy theories: New Coke. Ah. <laughs> the. The, the 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 old Coke versus new Coke. I, I'm I'm gutted that we never got it, and I'm surprised they haven't re-released it. Or have they? Did they, they, did, did they do they it? Did. Re, did they re-release it recently or something like that? Yeah, in America they re-released it as a limited time only, and I really wish I'd have got an Amazon and bought some. <laughs> yeah, MJ, you didn't. I presume you've not no. travels over there or anything. You've not. No, Coke uh, Crystal but Pepsi you, was the big one that I got. Tab clear. You're obviously oh, not a huge Coke person anyway. Um, no. But presumably, if the opportunity arose, you'd be all over that. Oh, massively! I'm so I'm so curious because obviously Coke is like one of the most iconic mm. flavors, drinks, mm. anything, unless you're Pepsi. Course, yeah, yeah, I'm nodding nodding along, and then just getting flashbacks of the time that I just can't tell the difference between any of them now, having yeah. tried all of them together. Correct. Um, so I, I I find it fascinating to think that they released a drink that completely just destroyed their brand yeah overnight basically um do you buy into the conspiracy theory that they did it to resell the the original or do you think it's just a a huge advertising misstep and i think it was just a misstep they've done it they've done it many times since haven't they Uh, anyone remember coke life yep yeah coke uh, every company commits mistakes 
I know, but this is a huge one because they basically just didn't. Did they actually stop selling the old or the what we now know as they being? Did. So they took that they one did. away and brought new Coke in. Like, that's a the, uh, yeah. I find was, it hard to believe that that couldn't have been planned. I just you can't. How can uh, a company? How can such a successful company go? Right. They probably were right. Oh, I guess. Pepsi, I guess Pepsi had, Kodak. Big companies can make big daft mistakes. Gotcha. Pepsi had such a market hold in in America though in the, in the late eighties. It's really hard to, for us to fathom because Pepsi's always been second to Coke in in yeah. the UK. I, I went to America in eighty nine and was amazed at how big Pepsi was compared to Coke. But they had Michael Jackson and. All, and all the Coke then, everything was Coke classic. So they'd made the move back in 1989 and, and, and seeing it labelled up as Coke classic, you're like, what, what on earth is this? I think yeah. genuinely, I think that they were clutching at straws. They, they wanted to try and get the market back from Pepsi and they thought, what can we do? New recipe. And that's, yeah. I, I don't think it was a cynical ploy. I think, it was, I think that they were, they were trying to, to gain back market share and, and, it, and it backfired and they... Yeah. Because I was going to say maybe they were coming at it from the angle of oh our sales are slumping, but if your sales are slumping, maybe you would do something desperate like that. Yeah, I I, I don't know what other I suspect at that time they probably had diet coke out, yeah. maybe maybe cherry in America. But I'm just wondering why they wouldn't have done them as two separate drinks. Why you would take one away completely? Because you know, because... I know I know what you're saying, but the, the original the classic coke was still would have been a hugely popular drink. You're not talking about something that was really plummeting. I don't think it was. Some... It was all about the market at the time. People, the the reason the way the markets worked at the time of the brands is it was all about who was at number one. Yeah. Whereas now it's about diversification. For instance, a Costa, and that's how they make the money now, you know. Whereas back in the day, then they only really only had one product, yeah. and it was Coke, and to a lesser extent, Diet Coke. Pepsi had Pepsi and Diet Pepsi, um. So it was all about being number one. But what they forgot when they got rid of the Coke and made new Coke was brand perception. That's what they'd forgotten about, and it was to do with advertising. It wasn't that people was going off Coke, it was because Pepsi really was, and, you know, I don't like Pepsi, and I hate Pepsi's branding, but Pepsi was really coming into their own by advertising yeah. pop stars, whereas Coke was really thuddy-duddy at the time and was getting a bit too, oh, we're Coca-Cola, we've been going all this long time, and Coke wasn't really popular and really of the time at that time. It was just looked as an old brand, whereas Pepsi was like, look at these pop stars we've managed to get to flog our drink. We've put Pepsi on a Concorde plane. You know, there was being really cool, whereas Coke wasn't. That's what it was. And some high-up executive that's probably had no real job in their life ever has just come along and said, oh, well, why don't we have a new recipe? And that's what happened. Yeah. I don't believe it was a conspiracy. I think it really was just one of them huge mistakes just like Kodak have done, just like all the other big companies that have done that have not survived afterwards. But Coke just got really lucky and people wanted their fizzy drink back. That's what it was, I think. Yeah. It's remarkable that they've then been able to turn it around from there because, like you say, I mean, that, that could have, if, if that is actually what happened, which is, I, I suspect probably is the truth, like it, it's remarkable that they've then been able to then wrestle back that number one spot from 
Pepsi and obliterate them. Because as much as I'm happy with drinking Pepsi, I, I still admit, like realistically, the two, you know, when it certainly from a, a brand share market, you know, mm. Coke is is an infinitely bigger company than Pepsi is. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. But you know. What I'd be intrigued to know is how well a British Coke would do in America. Because if you've tried an American Coke, it's made different to ours. And there's so many videos on YouTube where, you know, where you get Americans trying British foods. And they actually like a UK Coke better because it's made with real sugar as opposed to America, which is high fructose corn syrup. And it tastes different i've tried a, an american coke it was in mr sims sweet shop you know an imported one and it tastes the high fructose corn syrup reacts differently in your mouth it made me want more of it because it it made you instantly thirsty again it was weird right and that's the reason why americans are bigger <laughs> yeah they um because they obviously when i've been over there in recent years they always talk about like the mexican Mexican Coke and how much yeah. more yeah, they prefer yeah. that, and yeah, I think that's made with is that sugar Coke cane or something. Cane sugar, yeah, yeah. Cane sugar, yeah. So I wonder, how, um, I wonder if um, there was a new new Coke in America. I wonder if they'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You're listening to Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes if you dare. Right, last thing I want to talk about on this before we move on to social media. Um, I sent you all links to a video. I don't know whether you guys watched it or not. <laughs> Have yeah. seen um, before, but did refresh my memory. Did yeah. There it is. There, it is. <laughs> there he is, monster. <laughs> uh, I don't think we know the name of the lady, but it, it's, it's a video from a woman. Howard, isn't it? <laughs> probably, very probably. Um, I'm going to task I'm going to task Stuart with a little audio um, thing here. Whether he wants to or not is up to him. But feel free to pop the audio of her from the video into the podcast here so that people can hear it as well. We'll pop a link somewhere. Look at your M closely. There's a gap right here in the letter M. It's never connected. So you go into Hebrew. The letter Vav is also the number six. Short top, long tail. Short top, long tail. You could have here in Hebrew 666 on the can. But my interest is the word monster. What do you see in the O? There's a cross. Okay. What has Christ got to do with an energy drink, let alone the name Monster? So I thought, well, maybe this is a Christian company then. BFC at the bottom of the can. Do you know what that stands for? That's the F word. Big can. In fact, they write it on the side of the can, so I know that's the F word. Okay. Now, do you know what a MILF is? Yes. That's on the box. MILFs, dig it, and you will too. Um, but long story short, it's basically a woman at some, at probably what looks like the worst convention ever conceived. <laughs> Just a bunch of conspiracy theorists, I, I would imagine. A woman banging on about how Monster Energy Drink is made um, by essentially Satan worshippers, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she thinks it's made by literally Satan itself. What did you think? Because I'm watching it, and I'll be honest, she does make some pretty compelling arguments. Yeah. Like, it is bollocks. But at the same time, you go, it's, it's actually weird how much of this I'm going, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> 
it's the it's the power of it's the power of learning a good speech, a learning a good script, isn't it? Yeah. If you've got a good script, um, you can, uh, and you've got that kind of personality that can uh, speak well to people, you can make people believe a lot of stuff. Um, if she put that talent that she has got for talking rubbish into politics, <laughs> she could be your president one day. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'd seen the video ages ago. I did watch it again when I saw you'd mentioned it, but I think I think it was she's got the gift of the gab rather than the product being a product of Satan. It's <laughs> just a can of energy drink, you know, and it's my favourite energy drink. Um, I'm not thinking at the time, oh, I'm a Satan worshipper, whatever, devil worshipper, whatever. I'm not going to uh, join Beelzebub. I don't know the terms, what they use in religion for the devil. All I'm thinking of, it's a good drink. It's owned by the Coca-Cola company. It's it's got nothing to do with the devil. <laughs> I will I, I I got buy into that and actually on on um extrapolating from that as well is it, it's very much a having your argument and using and finding the evidence that fits in with that because they yeah. someone could someone might be able to approach it from the complete opposite angle and be able to find evidence but only by showing you that evidence. She's not yeah. showing you everything else. She's just going, this is my mindset, and I'm going to show you all the things that tick off that. I will say the one the, the one bit that I do find fascinating is the, is the logo, is the M yeah. mm. being, the, being the three Hebrew. Now, now, I don't know if this is true because I've not looked at it, but based on her assertions, the, the M is three Hebrew letters, uh, uh, number six. Mm. If that's true, that's pretty... That's pretty remarkable. Either someone at Monster's uh, got the, the best marketing not, mind in the world. It's not that close, though. Mm. Is it not? Uh, not it, that. Why? What, it, it, when you look, at, when you watch that, and then you look at the Monster logo, and you realise how they've gone to such great effort to make those three, make it three individual things rather than one letter. They're so clearly not the same thing. The, isn't, it, isn't it called confirmation bias? Yeah. Is that, is that the yeah. right yeah, words? Yeah. Well, yeah. you look at something and you... Yeah. Um, they do this all the time. Anything can look like something. Yeah. I can't remember the ins and outs of it now. Someone made a logo for something ages ago that turned out to be offensive to Islam, for instance. And they had no idea, but they pulled the logo anyway because they offended somebody. It's one of those things. And I think this is... I think this is a case with this monster energy drink. It's just a coincidence that is made to look like something because of the confirmation bias thing, and it helped her story. Like I say, she spoke well. She she could really make a convincing yeah. sounding story. I think what it is as well is because she was American, but she still had a really good rhythm of speech. Yeah. And this is why Americans like English accents. It's because we have very different rhythms of speech for such a small country, whereas even in America, they do have a tendency to sound quite monotone, yeah. uh, just with um, different speech things to make an accent. Yeah. But she spoke with a really good melodic sort of speech and tone that makes it sound convincing. Yeah, because uh, I, I do remember the first time seeing that video and thinking that's really convincing. Then I watched the video again and thought, actually, she's just a really good speaker. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, the, I don't um, like, honestly. I I don't honestly believe Monster are 
the you know the drink of Satan. Um, it might be Satan's piss because I don't like it, but it, it's 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 definitely it's definitely not made by Satan. But as a video, as as a as a speech, I think it's it is brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Like I genuinely, like if you ask me tomorrow to, to pick a brand and try and and make some sort of actually that was that was actually something I was going to task us with tonight, but I, I've completely forgot to mention it was coming up with a conspiracy theory for a food brand which would have been a great little game um but uh yeah well, I, I, one of the comments for that video was that it <laughs> a bit of a conspiracy thing sort of was uh saying that she worked for red bull <laughs> yeah <laughs> correct the only thing, quite clever because the red bull's would, the uh... market leader isn't it and you'll do anything to mark them yeah. down so you could make a conspiracy theory about that video just being put out by red bull yeah the only thing I will say that does explain why I um, burst and get engulfed in flames every time I drink Monster. <laughs> but, I mean, that could just be sort of the weather. Could just be coincidence. <laughs> I always drink it in uh, heat that, that causes you to burn, yeah. yeah. Um, I love Monster Energy drinks. Uh, Monster Energy Ultra. Sugar-free ones. Yeah, they're very it's, it's good. It's the... Uh, 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 because I'm not on the booze at the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of allowing myself to have an energy drink every now and again as a, a bit of a guilty, guilty uh, treat. So I, I've had this, I had this ultra paradise on Saturday night, which I quite enjoyed. I've heard people talking about the ultra black. Is that, is that uh, the worst one by far? Is it? Yeah, I would say it's the only one that I don't think is very good. All right. Okay. I think all literally every other flavour of Ultra I think is really really tasty. My favourites are Ultraviolet, oh, yeah, and uh, Ultra Blue. Yeah, I was just about to say that the blue one, the the, the light blue one tastes like um, Mr Freeze ice lolly things. Yeah, right. and the Apparently violet very... one tastes really great. I don't know what yeah. it tastes like, but it just tastes really nice. <laughs> so violet is a um, basically pixie stick flavor or uh, rainbow sherbet flavor over here. Right, it's, and it literally tastes like sherbet. Cool, I'll get on that then. Yeah, it's nice. Sweet. Cool. All right, lovely. Well, I think that's tickled the uh, the. The conspiracy theorist in all of us, our little uh, wanton for weird and wonderful food things. MJ? Yes. Social media comments, please. Suck, man. It's time for questions that you posted on all the platforms that you utilize to provoke our replies. Although increasingly our person the phones of statements. As opposed to the questions we requested in our initial post on the aforementioned segment. God, I wish you, I wish you would uh, allow me to read them. Uh, what the? Has it come off again? Are you kidding me? I had it prepped, and it's oh no, there it is. <laughs> uh, so only a couple of comments this week, but I will run through them anyway. Uh, Mark can. Colors. Hello. Yes. Yes. Says, he. Is Monster Energy Drinks really in league with the devil? Yep. Uh, no. Yeah. What's, what's he talking about? See. Oh, denial. The denial. Fr- Food Review UK podcast is brought to you by Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shelby X. Shelby's. Xers. 
Pats has said episode 69, he he. So, <laughs> oh, that's a. Yeah, yeah I, I get I that reference. Being yeah. Smutty. Rude. I don't appreciate, and we will make sure that her comments are struck off in future. Oh, block her? Yeah, I will. Hang on, let me block her. Hang on, there's just two options block or block with prejudice. Which one should I do? So what you're actually all saying is at the very beginning when you said I was the most requested person <laughs> with lies. So far you've said three people and one of them you're blocking. <laughs> maybe they just don't dig the subject. Or maybe that is the conspiracy. They've all been deleted. Yeah. <laughs> They've got what they want. They can be quiet now. That's why it is, darling. Um, I've not actually read I did like this earlier in the week but I have not read it so this is a a virgin read for me but you can trust her comments so x underscore Amelia underscore hills underscore x hills underscores generally I'm a tolerant person but (laughs) what is it with so I'll start again generally I'm a tolerant person but it really boils my piss when people insist on saying a Jaffa cake is a biscuit and then oh. justify it by saying, if I put a candle in it, would you accept it as a birthday cake? Yes. 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 I would if it means I don't have to listen to any more of your nonsense. <laughs> we all know Jaffa cake is a cake. Yeah, this correct. was all sorted out in the 90s. How come people <laughs> still not get it? Correct. It serves Agreed. the purpose of a biscuit, though. It's a Jaffa cake. It's a cake. Which is, which is working as a biscuit. No, but I don't don't dump biscuits anyway because I'm 42. A Jaffa cake is a cake. <laughs> Sorry, what's that age got to do with it? Yeah, if anything, I, think, I think you'll find dunking biscuits is probably an old man's game. It's not. Uh, Domino's, Domino's, that's an old man's game. Uh, 16-year-olds so are not dunking their biscuits. Bet they are. They're TikToking, mate. They're not, they're not too, doing that. Too busy dunking other stuff. <laughs> oh, Michael. What? Playing NBA 2K20, is that what you... Scones, yeah. Yeah, Duncan. <laughs> can, that, can that be the, uh, can that be the, the, the podcast title? Duncan Hoops. Duncan Hoops. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, Liam T180. Thomas. That has replied, yes, I agree. It really annoys me when people say Jaffa Cake is a bisquee. Clueless. Uh, I have left his typo in there for added humour. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the, all we've got. Yeah. No, no, nothing on the on the Facebooks. That is both Facebook and and Instagram. Wow. Yeah. You've, you've let us down, Michael. I know. I, I apologise. Clearly, I wasn't enticing enough with my uh... thumbnail. Do you know what? I tell you what, though. On a more serious note, our engagement is down. Yeah. I don't know how much I. Someone will need to work out the um, uh, what's it called? Um, the reinforce when a percentage is based on the percentage before. Um, it's like oh, compound residuals, compound, yeah. Um, we were down like so. I've only been looking for like two or three weeks now, but we were down like 40% one week and then 30% on top of that. And that was only when I started looking. So God knows what we were down the week before I was even looking. It's absolutely like tanked. Why do we really bother? Weird. 
Why do we I bother? I think it's because yeah. of the uh, amount of people are putting stuff out now. Because I think because since the um, lockdown, all of a sudden so many people have gone to YouTube and Facebook now and doing stuff. Well, Whereas we've been is, doing it's... it for like a decade. <laughs> Along well, comes Joe Nobody, who has never had any interest in Facebook and YouTube videos before, has come along yeah. and managed to put some stuff out. Do you think that's where it could be? We've I just got more competition. I'm pretty much just talking about because uh, you we're our YouTube's doing like normal at the moment. It's mm. the Instagram that from it's literally from I can literally see yeah it's basically from from here was the last big one that we had. Is it yeah? Does it coincide last... with when I took when when I took some photos for the Instagram? Is that what tanked it? <laughs> <laughs> it coincidentally, yours is about two two after. So, <laughs> but we we but, we had yeah. This... We had this before, like a few a, a few months ago. It it tanked for a little bit, and then all of a sudden we then had we then we then did have a bit of a resurgence for about a month, and we're getting good likes and stuff like that. It does it does seem to be an algorithm thing. It does, it oh, does seem to be it, 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 it does, yeah, because basically an impression is your content is presented to someone. Um, it's not whether they interacted with it. It's it's presented. Right. So impression is not something that you have any. This is boring for the listeners. It's pretty much something you have no control. Admi- so admi- no, admin. So we have no, con- we have no control. Admin. Right. That. Listen, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna spring a major surprise on 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 Charlie here. Something that he should have been doing tonight that I completely forgot to put into the show schedule. So he's gonna have to think on his feet a little bit. Um, heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. So Charlie, um, I don't know if you listen to the podcast regularly or or at all, um, but we we have <laughs> I a. Do, I do listen to a few, but I am a YouTuber as well, so I've got yeah. to put my stuff out and do a job as well. Yeah, my my good no friend, question. I am not. I'm not going to criticise anybody for not listening. It is purely your prerogative, but I just know not to have you on the show again. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, it's, so, been, it's been 19 months since you had me before. That's not a good <laughs> exactly. This whole tip for tat will, will be the end of us, Charlie. Um, but what we do for for people on their second, do you know what? When I was when I was looking at the schedule, I was thinking, what do we do for people when they come on the show for a second time? I just couldn't think of it. I just completely forgot to look. Anyway, um, we we are compiling a list of foods and drinks um, that are going to be um, available to people in heaven and hell. Uh, and so what I need from you is uh, the suggestion of a food or drink for heaven and a food or drink for hell. Monster um, energy. No. Yeah. Um, we are, if it's already, you know, like I say, I've not given you time to prepare for this, so it's mm-hmm. very possible you might pick something that's already in there, so I do apologise. Um, but right. uh, it's, then up to, it's then up to Stuart, MJ and myself to either allow it to go in or if one of us doesn't like it, or yeah. does whatever um, it, it gets vetoed and it doesn't go in. So, mm-hmm. do you want me to run through the the, the, the current 
foods that are in heaven and yeah. hell, Nathan. I've got the spreadsheet up in front of me. So, currently... so, so have I. I, I, just didn't, I just didn't think... You're the one that said about admin, mate. I didn't want to... Yeah, admin, there's... mayor, people don't want to hear in there. There's, there's the annual general meeting. I've put in hell now anyway, and I bet it's not in there. Go on. Uh, cheese slices, like craft cheese oh. slices. Oh, wow. Right. Any wow, kind of give you that. Any brand, that I... actual kind of thing. Them floppy cheese things. How do I debate? Go on, give us, give, us your, give us your thoughts behind it then, Charlie. Why? The reason why is it actually goes back quite a long time. The I when I was living at home with my parents, I remember for some bizarre reason trying to cut down on salt, and I did it for a month. I did really, really well. Cut as much salt out my diet as I could. And then I saw some of these cheese slices in the fridge, and I thought, oh, whatever, I'll just have a cheese slice. And all it tasted of was salt. I also hate them because, even though I love a good Rustler's burger, trying to open them because they got so thin now. They're not thick anymore. It's like they were wafer thin. And you'll open the first layer of little folded-over plastic, <laughs> and then you'll lose a corner or a full strip of this fake cheese. Mm. And you've got to reposition it onto your rustler's burger because it's torn in half. And it doesn't. And it just tastes so much better if you use your own proper cheddar cheese. I mean, it doesn't Ooh. take too long to slap, slice off a couple of slices of cheddar and shove that in your rustler's burger. Transforms it immeasurably. Mm. And another reason why I hate these cheese slices is because people actually love them so much. It's like the people... <laughs> It's like when you've got a film that you really hate that everyone else loves. You double you know, down. You hate it even more. Yeah. I hate cheese slices that much. I, I'm not talking about Dairy triangles. It's just them orange square salt pieces that don't taste of cheese, that tear up. And they're not even big enough to put in a sandwich because your bread is obviously much bigger than this cheese slice. I don't understand what the fuck. I think it's like rubbish naff cheese. So there I'm you go. Me- I'm going to avoid MJ because I think I know what his answer is. Sure, what's what's your feeling on these? Right, you know that you know they don't call them cheese slices; they call them cheese food, which is telling. They are the most they are horrifically processed. I mm. do. I I used to buy them quite regularly. I'd buy the like the lighter ones, and if I was making burgers, I'd, I'd the only thing I would ever put them on is a burger, be it a a. Mm. a, a a vegetarian beef burger or a, a a chicken burger or vegetarian chicken burger or a fish burger actually we've been having those quite recently fillet of fish but then I got into the habit instead of buying a bit lazy but I buy the pre-packaged sliced actual cheese I might uh, buy the applewood the smoked one um, oh particularly yeah. on a beef burger the smoked cheddar is lovely mm. however I I think there is I I, I think there's a place for them. I think that they are dirty, and sometimes, sometimes, you need dirty to get the job done. <laughs> Spoken like a true rogue. Um, I've been I... really trying to do a YouTube video though. I've actually gone to a Macadies with some proper cheese and just seen what a proper Macadies burger would taste like oh, with a proper oh, genuine slice great of video. cheddar. Or like you, applewood cheese. I bet it'd taste so much better. Nah, it wouldn't, wouldn't but that is a great idea. But I bet it would. That's a good idea. Right, tell Um, him why why it's not going in then, MJ. uh, It's already in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it, are, it, you're irrelevant. gonna be kidding. No, it's already in heaven. Oh come! Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It's right. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's Burgers is in heaven, isn't it? Burgers is in heaven, yeah. Yeah, so they're in. They're already in. Michael. No. Well, so, so, well, so, sorry, sorry. When we put burgers in he- in heaven, again, we'll need to get Olish Plinsky on the audit on this. When we put burgers in heaven, that was just the uncooked raw patties, was it? Grow up. <laughs> well, no. It's the concept of burgers. But... A burger's many things. I mean, does that mean that automatically hands tomato sauce is in heaven? It, it should be. It should be. But they don't use proper hand tomato sauce in yeah. hamburgers. It would, oh, it would, it, no, it, it wouldn't be because MJ would only conceive a burger without the, the ketchup anyway. Yeah, so. I can't yeah, the ketchup. <laughs> so, yeah, no, fair enough. Um, no, but obviously it can't go in hell because they are amazing. They're brilliant. Um, as with Stuart, I will literally only put them on um, sort of fast food style style things. So burgers and I had one today on a sausage McMuffin make at home one. Um yeah, and so for me, I like like a cheddar or applewood slice or whatever on a burger. For me, that is a completely different kind of burger. It's it they they are completely different. You get completely different flavours. It that's more like a pub route for me, which is a nice. It'll be a thicker patty, and that works well. But cheese, normal processed cheese slice, that is the best thing for a burger. Do we get any kind of defence? I mean, when you eat a Macadie's cheeseburger and the cheese sticks to the roof of your mouth or to your tooth, does, oh. does no one find that annoying? No, um, you don't. <laughs> unfortunately, you don't. You don't, you don't get a, 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 a repost. Um, what I will say, I'm going to make a compromise because I, okay, my view on the cheese is um, I don't love it by any means, but I don't hate it. So I don't. I'd have to veto on the fact that it, it's not a hell food. By any means, yeah. I think I'm probably on par with them. With this <laughs> right, right. But what, I'm, 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 I'm willing. This is the first time ever. I'm willing to make a bit of a compromise, and I'm willing to to actually focus on a specific Ooh. point within, within your your argument. There, the packaging. The packaging. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would like to potentially throw that into food hell. Oh, hundred percent. I'll settle for that. The thing you've things of why you're here. So I'd settle the packaging of orange squares as a reason to go into food hell because the packaging of them, I'm sure it never used to be like this, but it's more of a recent thing. And yeah. you go to open a cheese slice and you need some sort of, the land is never where it's meant to be, where yeah. it's open here. It's never there. And if you do open it perfectly, it falls to pieces. Yeah, yeah it's, it's when you've opened the first bit, yeah. opening that second bit always somehow causes little slits at the size at the side of the cheese and then you're left with like a small rectangle of cheese and then a, a thick ah oh, ah oh, yeah get the packaging yeah. in there hacking out yeah, i'm happy we... with that yeah it's him. <laughs> yeah there we go food food <laughs> cheese sliced packaging <laughs> cool. um, what the heaven would you like, what would you like to try and attempt to get into heaven a proper not 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 frozen Proper fresh tuna steak. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. And the reason why is because it's amazing <laughs> and it tastes amazing. <laughs> no, it's when I went to, um, when I lived in Hull still, I went to Asda and there was having a sale on, on the fish counter and uh, there was plenty of tuna left. And I thought, do you know what? I want to get some proper tuna steak 
And do you know what? It tastes amazing because up until that point, I'd only ever had tuna out of a can. And I thought that that fish, I know it sounds daft, but I was very young at the time. But I thought that fish was meant to taste tinny and metally. <laughs> when in fact, it does not. Do it properly in the oven, just like you would, um, I suppose, salmon. Do it that way. Tuna steak. Oh, I'm salivating right now. It's that good. And wow. it's got the consistency as well as, as of meats. So it's satisfying when you eat it as well. It's not like normal haddock where you've eaten it and then that's it. You actually feel full when you eat tuna steak. Never tried it. Go, yeah, oh, I said, uh, uh, go to anywhere like a fishmonger supermarket. Last thing, give it cheap. And, uh, yeah, you'll, you won't go back. Well, you surprised will. me, MJ. You, you, you like fish, though, right, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've got nothing against it. I, just, I, I, I don't think I ever really see it. And, like, because we plan our meals, I never really go, oh, let's have tuna steak. I'll try it. I will definitely try it. Yeah, I'm up for it. Stuart? Uh, I, I was in Costco today, and they had some absolute monster tuna steaks, like 12, 13 quid. Um, I like I like fish. I like fresh fish. I don't like, I've ne- I don't, tin tuna in the bin. Not, I've no interest in, in tin. I, it, it knocks me a bit sick. Um, I am a big, I'm a big sushi fan. I know Nate's not. Uh, I like tuna sashimi. I like tuna nigiris and things. I like, I, I like it. I, if uh, my wife loves a tuna steak, loves a tuna steak. My son loves a tuna steak. I am indifferent towards a tuna steak. It's fine. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, I'm not a fish guy. I have had tuna steak a couple of times, and I'll, I'll be honest, it's okay. I, 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 wow. I, 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 I would eat it, um, and I do. Of of the of the f- the fishes that I've had, um, it, it was it was yeah probably my favourite. It's not a heaven food for me though, unfortunately. It's just it's just not. I know that's just because I'm a fish guy. I do apologise, Charlie. Um, <laughs> now, building come... me up then, building me up. I was I was got the flags ready. I'm like yay, and no, you just shut me down. <laughs> now unlike unlike Stuart, I don't know actually what MJ's thoughts are on this, but unlike Stuart, if you come to me about. Uh, tin tuna i'd probably actually let that into heaven i love tin tuna it's and it's weird because i'm like i say i'm not a fish guy but tin tuna ah may we tuna mayo oh i'm not against tin tuna it's just that fresh proper but emphasis on the fresh tuna just tastes night and day next to a can of tuna that's probably been on the shelf for two years and it is Uh, very meaty I agree. It's very, it's very meaty. It's got a good, satisfying texture. Um, It's not overly fishy in flavour. So obviously, for someone like me, that doesn't necessarily offend me. Uh, uh, Yeah, but even even with that, I just sort of look at and go, you know, if you give me a a tuna steak versus anything meat, uh, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't have a chance in hell. So that's for me, it's it's, it's just never, it's never going to be. So it's a veto from me. I don't. I should have I said scampi. That would have been 100% for Evan. <laughs> I should have just said scampi. If you want to change your mind, I'm happy to let scampi in. I'll, I'll let scampi in. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm afraid that's that's a fail. But you've, you've got one of one of sort of three. One of three in. 
Tuna steaks. So, so, so I, I won't let tuna steaks into heaven. But what I what I will do is is um uh, I haven't had a tuna steak for a long time. I'm not eating meat at the moment, so I am I am going to over the next couple of weeks do do something with tuna steaks, and and if if I somehow change my mind, then I will I will let you know I will. But I, I, if I change my mind and it is mind blowing, I will uh I will I will proclaim your victory in the in the Facebook group and bow down to your greatness. And but it's good it won't go in because I've vetoed it. <laughs> I do remember though that um does anyone remember the Gillian McKeith thing you are what you eat? Oh yeah. god yeah. Yeah. She tried turning this big beefy bloke who was a builder. I think it was either a builder, something heavy duty, you know. Uh it, she tried turning him to a vegetarian diet and obviously he had no energy. Because obviously you needed that protein, yeah. so it was actually tuna steak that she actually allowed him to have, and that and he got and when it went back to him, he said, "Yeah, he still eats tuna steak, but he's gone back to being eating meat and whatnot." Because yeah. uh, tuna steak is a really good substitute for if you're not eating meat, mm. because even though obviously fish is a meat, so to speak, it's it's still a really good high protein, yeah. incredibly low fat meat. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely. All right. Well, well, I, I would say successful, Charlie, to have come up with those on the fly without any warning whatsoever. I'll, I'll give you kudos for that, but um, sorry that they didn't make it in. Well, but I you're don't not... know if any of you know this. I'm never short of anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm such a shy, retiring little shrew, aren't I? <laughs> Been hard trying to coax you out of yourself tonight. Um, MJ, have you prepared anything on Patreon? Do we have any new Patreons to uh, announce before we close out? Uh, no, uh, I've I've prepared it in that I have at least checked, and we haven't got any new ones. But uh, I'd encourage uh, our existing Patreons to go on there and have a look. We've got some new content on there. So, Cantaro just went up. Oh, uh, what? TV dinners episode five. What a podcast <laughs> that is! I need I need to listen to that because that was that was a fun one to record. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the TV dinners podcast that we are recording. We actually need to do some new ones, don't we? I think. Yeah, we need we, to do uh, some new ones. Uh, I think it's my choice next as well. So, uh, Chef find... uh, Chef Show Volume Four's coming on this week, so might have to be that. I reckon. No, I don't. I don't think we repeat ourselves. There's no point in us repeating ourselves. Uh, he said. He said repeating himself. Um, <laughs> excellent, excellent stuff. What what a tremendous show this has been. What an excellent show. It's been really good to catch up with Charlie. It's been. Fantabulous. All the sounds. Uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. Anything. I'm going to presume you said it was nice to have me on. Um, I'm, I'm going to presume that you said it was nice to see me again. And I'm going to presume that it, you said you're going to have me on again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look up. Look, look out for the invite in about 19 months' time, my friends. Uh, <laughs> Whenever the ratings are low, <laughs> keep it low. And then that means <laughs> it'll sort out some sort of pattern. Oh, that's why the ratings dropped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it has been, it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you. It's been great having you on. I think this is actually, I was a bit nervous about this topic, actually, because um, obviously it's quite niche, um, quite an, an oddity. But I think we found over, over the last few years that sometimes our more high concept shows are actually more entertaining because we sort of, it's not just running through the same old formula yeah. and actually getting to talk about things that are a, bit, a little bit different. So I thank you for choosing this, this sort of weighty subject. Um, and I think we made something good of it. So thank yeah. you very much. MJ, it's been Stuart. Great. Thanks for having me. 
Oh God! Thank thanks for coming on. More more importantly, um, MJ Stewart, thank you very much for joining me as well as ever. Um, yeah. Anything you want? Any any? How would you like to derail this ending to a podcast? I would like to say uh, that for anyone who is not familiar, where any for anyone who is is coming across Charlie for the first time, um, they should go and uh, hunt Charlie out on on YouTube. It's just the YouTube channel is just Charlie Space Fleming. Um, and it's it's excellent, very very funny stuff. Yeah, very 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 strong channel. That you'll find it's a good mix of you never know what you're going to see on there next. Yeah. And the reason for that it. is because I never know from day to day <laughs> what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's a good point. What would what would you what would you call your channel in terms of, like what, how would you because obviously Ooh, Food Review UK is generally yeah. Food Review UK is predominantly reviewed. I have a few names for it, uh, and I tried to I tried for a long time to try and set days to different things. And then the lockdown happened. For instance, I do Sunday outside where I'm, I comment on everyone's comments. That's been going for years. And then I tried doing Monday Meander where I go around London trying to find filming locations of comedies, you know, of TV dramas. Mm. And then on Tuesday, I've got my food things, Tuesday reviews days. It's not always food. I think I just call my channel a channel, really. Yeah, um, the channel channel. A channel channel. <laughs> it's it's difficult um, because and quite a lot of the time I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of the days. I'll just pick something out and review it or mm-hmm. find something that's annoyed me enough to make a video about it, like reviewing adverts, for instance, like the awful Microsoft adverts or the life insurance adverts with the fake people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's annoying. Aren't they very annoying? Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, 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 I should have done that. Thank you very much, Stuart, for picking me up on that admin point. Very kind of you, and and for not mentioning that I'd, I'd missed it off. What a terrible human being I, would, I am! I would never, yeah, never, never, yeah. never point Absolutely, out yeah. your many, many flaws, Nathan Peters. Yeah, no, I, I never did either. That's yeah. awful, but I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Rude, too, and also it's yeah. too long. Yeah, yeah. It, we don't have time. Yeah, but. yeah. Bald, baldy. Love. Baldy, Nate's got no hair. Nate's a baldy. Yeah. Baldy. Go listen to Tyson Desire. Good night.